0: Would you like to hear the second part of my interview with Jeffrey Morgan? <laughs> Brilliant. He's one of those silly people that has two first names. Oh, like me. Uh... The Jerry Anderson podcast with Jamie Anderson, Richard James, and Chris Dale. Two nine nine. Pod 299. Pod two nine nine. That's 299. a bit. Um, what's his name? Richard Dixon. Peter is it? Dixon. Peter Dixon. Yeah. yeah. Uh, great voiceover. Isn't he? Yeah. Peter Dixon. I've known him for a while though. He's Has still... he ever done any Anderson stuff? You would think
1: you would have got him in for yeah, something? Yeah, he should do something. Yeah. He should. He should do something on the podcast. Should we, should. we get him in? Why have we got him in? Oh, come on, get right. a great voice. Thank right, that's much. on your list
0: then. Yeah, he's on my list. Yeah, great. Anyway, oh sorry about that. Hello everybody. Do you know who else we should try and get? Who?
1: David Dickinson. David Dickinson from. From Bargain Hunt. Why? I don't know, he's just kind of got an interesting voice, and I bet he's... I bet he watched Supercar, at least. Okay. David. Good. Posterons, if you've got any suggestions so. for guests, please do let us know. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. <clears> the Jerry reason Anderson we're podcast. asking that yeah. is Come because on. this is the Jerry Anderson Podcast, right. and every Talk week we have a guest yeah. and stuff. Yeah, Interviewed by you. Or Chris. Or Chris. Sometimes you. Sometimes... Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. I can't introduce yeah. it that okay. way. Anyway, he's yeah. you're Richard James. Oh, yes,
0: I'm sorry. Yes, I'm... Yeah, I'm, introduced. I'm Richard James. Jamie Anderson. Yep, me, Jamie Anderson. Uh, oh, um... On the sofa, randomizer guy. You uh, know, uh, T shirt. Hi, Dale. guys. Chris Dale. Chris Dale. Chris
1: Dale. Chris Dale. Hi, Chris. Hi, guys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there he is. He'll be along later with the randomizer, sits down in front of the randomizer, <laughs> random episode of episode series, <laughs> yes. comments. Thoughts, yeah, and cetera. we've got Fab
1: Facts and Podseron stuff as yeah, well because they're yeah, really yeah, lovely. Yeah. And we like oh, second part them. of the interview with the two Two geeks. Kicks, Two Beers. That's right. Brilliant. That's, yeah. Do you know what? I'm so pleased that for our 299th <gasps> podcast, that, yeah. that introduction was so smooth and professional, <laughs> uh, beautifully delivered. And anyone who's listening for the first time will think, God, wow, these guys these, really know what they're, what they're doing, doing yeah. don't they? It was a shambles, wasn't it? <laughs> but it's too late to restart, so we'll just carry on. Fab Facts! Uh, now? Yes. Okay. Now, time for this week's Fab Facts. I didn't realise we were going to theme this episode as a complete shambles. Oh, yeah,
0: I think that's uh, absolutely
1: the way to go. Okay, well,
0: I can absolutely... The one
1: that was the shambles. I can absolutely do that. So, <laughs> uh, book of Fab Facts. Yes. I flick. Yes. Richard shouts Fab. Yeah. I stop flicking and read a Fab fact. Hopefully that's, it's that's Fab. That's it. That's all you need to know. Is that okay? Yep. Okay. Here comes the flicking then. Fab! Oh. So I did it again. And it was halfway through one. Oh, it keeps okay. happening, doesn't it? Well, I mean. Sticky thumb. A sticky thumb, but also, there's, yeah. you know, 50 50 ish chance of being sure, the beginning or the end so. of a fab yeah. fact. Yeah, true. Yeah. The 299th, uh, podcast, right. yeah, the 299th yeah, yeah. Uh, podcast fab fact, but not the 299th fab fact. I saw you working that out as yes, you said. I, I know. It. I, you yes. See, I'm going with the shambles thing. Yeah, yes, goes. again. <laughs> uh, the book's talking to you. Richard. Yes, but. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think you were going to respond. Um, I, the book, i am sure you've heard the oft-quoted theory that there are only seven stories in the world. That's what they say. So perhaps we shouldn't be surprised to see similarities between two seemingly unconnected TV series like Space 1999 and the Star Trek franchise. Well, perhaps.
0: Okay. Well, yeah, I suppose but not. But
1: similarities there are. Uh, right. Space. No. Yes, uh, <laughs> that's one. Yeah, that's one big one, right? Uh, I've, I've got to listen. There's bullet points in this one. Go for I think it. this might be our first bullet pointed fab fact. It's oh, yeah. It's quite exciting. Uh, Fred Freiberger. Oh, yes. Known as the uh, Series Killer, I believe. Killer. A, serial Killer. Serial Killer by right. some. Yeah. Uh, who produced the uh, show's last season, yep. Space 1999. Yeah. And also produced Star Trek's final that's season. That's right. As okay, long. that's one, yes. Uh, bullet point Mar- number two. Bullet point number two. Martin Landau. Star Trek and Space 1999. Really? Was originally offered the role of. He'd be Spock, I guess. We've done the fab- facts on that in the past. Yes, that's right. Uh, or, uh, Spock on yep. Star Trek, but wasn't interested in, in portraying a character who had no emotions. Well, I mean,
0: that's right up my street. I'd love that.
1: What an emotionless character. Yeah. Okay. Piece of I cake. Mean, that's more my role, but okay. <laughs> uh, bullet point number three. Right. Space 1999. Bullet 99's... point number three, please. <laughs> Space 1999's concept is similar in premise to future Star Trek spin-off series, Star Trek Voyager. Uh, whose series premise about a group of people flung away from the Earth oh. with no quick way back home? Fair enough. Bullet point number four: Catherine Schell, who played Maya in Space nineteen ninety nine, was the first actress considered for the role of Captain Catherine Janeway in <gasps> the aforementioned Star Trek I Voyager. I did not know that. This Normaie. is amazing. That's Bullet great. Bullet point isn't number it? five, please. Uh, Space nineteen ninety nine episode Guardian of Piri mentions a prime directive. The prime directive from Star Trek. Well, not the same one, but a prime director. But yes, the, that's the connection there. Bullet point number six. Excellent. And not only does Commander John Koenig share a set of initials with Captain Jim Kirk. Oh. Yeah. Yes. Um, the leader slash scientist slash medic triumvirate of Koenig Russell Bergman yep. echoes that of Kirk Spock McCoy. It does. Yes. Somewhat. Yes. Um, okay. Okay. Bullet point number seven. No, but, no, Uh, no, there's a but now. But. Yes? These similarities aside, is there any universe where the two series creators, Jerry Anderson and Gene Roddenberry, actually met? Mm. Yes. Is there? This universe. (laughs) Right. So now do the bullet point thing. Bullet point number seven. Star Trek creator Gene Roddenberry was reportedly impressed by fellow producer Jerry Anderson's attention to detail in his Super Marination series, Mm -hmm. and once shared... Part of a bottle of scotch with him at Pinewood Studios, Anderson was equally complimentary, expressing his admiration for Roddenberry's efforts on Star Trek. Well, well, I'm not sure it was a part of a bottle of scotch. I think it was a, most of a bottle of scotch, right, from what I've heard. Fair anyway, yeah. Potterons, yes, Potterons, answering for them. Okay, can you think of any more similarities, strange, spooky, or otherwise, that link your favourite Anderson show with other series? Right. Did Tom Watt from EastEnders make uncredited appearances in Space Precinct? Yes. yes, he did. Yes, he did. Um, yeah. Or did the voice of Parker, David Graham, turn down the role of Alfred the Butler in the Adam West TV series? No. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. But no. if you've right. got any that okay. are true, yes. then please do let us know. Ah. podcast at jerryanderson.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. Okay. Yes. I mean, that was a very strange experience with the bullet points. But... Oh, I quite enjoyed it. It made it more succinct. Did it? Yes.
2: Didn't feel economical.
0: It. Didn't feel it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 But of course, there are going to be similarities, aren't there, between two sci-fi series? Yeah. But there uh, is all that the crossover, particularly the the, the casting of uh, Martin Landau as uh, as Koenig and potentially as Spock.
1: Yeah. What, and Catherine Schell as Janeway?
0: That's weird. Now, I had heard, also, there's another story about that audition. Have you
1: got a fab fab fact Uh, addendum? I might have a a fab fact addendum! Oh, we need a jingle for that.
0: Fab fact addendum. (sighs)
1: OK, Okay. I'll make a nice little thing to
0: go in. Brilliant. Can't wait. I won't. I haven't got time. You should. Yes, so apparently at, at her casting, at her audition, Catherine Schell was a bit of a smoker back in the day. Was she? She was invited in for the audition... Stuffed out a fag in a pot plant on the way in. As you do. Did the audition, came out to see the receptionist standing by with a fire extinguisher, pot plant burst into flames. Oh. So, and she didn't get the job. So, so not you, a great What day you're for saying Catherine
1: is Schell. that Catherine Shell is an arsonist. Pardon? Catherine Shell is an arsonist. Oh, I see. Yeah, well, only unintentionally. <laughs> right, okay. That's the best kind of arsonist <laughs> yeah. if you're going to be one. <laughs> so, well done, <then>, Catherine. <laughs> Impressive. We don't know if that's true or not, by the way. Should we no. say it, a- allegedly? Yeah, sure. Yeah, why not? Okay, what, just. So she's an arsonist. Just, no, about the pot plant. Oh, I see. But I don't think she is an arsonist. That was a gag. That that was a joke. That wasn't wasn't an allegation. No. That was just... Yes. Anyway, let's move on. Whoops. Uh, I've got no idea how we're going to end this one. Right. Do you? Go on then. No. Brilliant. Try it. Thank (laughs) you. I've got no idea how we're going to end this one. So uh, 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 that brings us really awkwardly and possibly uh, (laughs) slanderously to the end of this week's FACT FACT! Brilliant. (laughs) Now, for our American listeners, that is uh, British colloquialism for cigarette before we're accused of anything offensive. That's right.
0: Would you like to hear the second part of my interview with two geeks and two Two beers? beers. Do I have a choice? Uh, Well, you could sit and listen, or you can go and make yourself a cup of coffee and watch an episode of Terrorhawks. Oh,
1: coffee and Hawks! it (laughs) is. Have fun. (laughs) See you later.
0: (laughs) Tom and Morgan are two mates who love talking nonsense about pop culture while also enjoying a beer. They've taken their drunken ramblings from the pub to the studio to teach each other about all kinds of films, TV shows, video games and more. From 80s cartoons to 90s kids shows, action film franchises to cult games, they'll chat about anything remotely geek-related. It's Morgan, Jeffrey and Tom E! Thanks for coming back. Of course, yeah. Thank you. Didn't traumatise you too much. No, we've just been um, having Kip outside, actually. Just Have you? There. Oh, we, we all still, week. We
3: stayed there all week. <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Did
0: you notice Station Jim at the, at the station? No, all right. No. I'll say no more. Just look out for him on the way home. Oh. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Morgan, Tom, welcome back. Uh, thank you, thank you. Two Geeks, Two Beers podcast. Mm. We explored that a little last week and even showed a clip. Uh, it's a geeky podcast for all things geeky. Mm. Uh, what's the strangest, best, and worst things you've covered as part of the podcast? Tom, we'll start with you. Strangest, Strangest. best, and worst.
4: What's the strangest thing we've ever done? (laughs) Like, it's normally something that one of us, oh, wow, I did do Tiny Toon Adventures, yeah. The what, what? Which, do you remember the Tiny Tune Adventures? No.
3: It was like a spin off of the Looney Tunes.
0: Yeah. Ah. And yeah. you
4: you were just like, Why are we doing this? <laughs> Is this geeky? He's like, Yes, look, look, look look how passionate I am about it. You Why were you... you
0: passionate about that?
4: Well it's just another silly childhood <laughs> cartoon that um, yeah. um did it for me at the time. Right. Um but uh yes, yeah, so that's probably the strangest one of the strangest one of the strangest. strangest. Yeah. Um, just in terms of trying to really stretch yeah. the uh, the old geek. Yeah. 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 In terms of best. Best, yeah. Um, yeah. probably our first episode all about
3: terror. <laughs> uh-huh. do that, because it's a little
0: downhill. <laughs> <laughs> and our, yeah, well, yeah. yeah yes, downhill.
3: No, the best one was the last <laughs> one, um, sure. And our Jamie our Anderson ages. interview special. <laughs> um, no, but that, actually that Jamie episode was, you yeah. know, yeah. He's, he's not in the room, so we can be nice about it. Yeah. Him. Did um, you get
0: any sort of uh, inside information from... From the, the son of the creator of Tarantula, yeah, you'll have to listen yeah. to find out. Oh. No,
3: yeah, no, yeah, no, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Um, we had Nick Briggs on as well. Ah. yeah, we've had a few. I've had a few guests. Yeah, yeah, um, oh, yeah we interviewed uh, Ed Solomon, mm. who is the writer behind the Bill and Ted movies. When, oh wow! Which I loved when I was a, a kid. Amazing. Um, so that was that was, and he wrote loads of other movies like Men in Black. Oh, wow. Um, so that was... How on
0: earth was,
4: did you bag him? That was cool. He's just a
3: very nice man. Yeah, he wow. just asked, and he said, <laughs> yeah, he said amazing. yes. Amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah,
0: great. In
4: terms of worst, what was the one that was... was yeah, was careful now. The, the least <laughs> <laughs> downloads. Yeah.
3: Now, this is unfair. So, yeah. <laughs> it's, I, it's
4: not so bad now. It's not, it's it's not the worst,
3: but it's, yeah. it's the least popular episode of all right, okay. was, I wanted to do, to do an episode about uh, Ulysses 31, which was an animated series from the 1980s, <laughs> which is... Uh, U- Ulysses, but he's 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 in the thirty first century. A cracking theme song. <laughs> okay. Again, great, great, right. great really? theme song. Yeah, this is the thirty first century. Yeah. Okay. Ulysses Killed a giant. Psycho. Cycl- it's great. It's right. Yeah. If nothing else, go on YouTube yes. and search for Ulysses thirty one uh, just for the the theme song. Okay. Um, but it seems my my passion uh, did not extend no. to the wider Sadly. listening audience. Because uh, a lot of
4: the time we'll we'll pick which one we're doing, and then sometimes might not even tell the. I see. So often you'll bring one like that and I'm like, what's this? Like, like, okay, okay. I assume people know what it is. Yeah,
3: my brother is slightly older than me, six years older. So through him, I got to enjoy a lot of those. Uh, 80s mm. shows which mm-hmm. maybe you're not as familiar with You more like me watch things in the early early 90s that's why a history lesson there you go ah, every day's a school day yeah.
0: and uh, was there anything in particular any show that made both of you you know was it what any of them a struggle to get through for both of you
4: well actually there was one which we recorded and then I hadn't actually recorded it and
3: so oh we well it. Yeah. been there done that
0: well,
4: yeah, well what was brilliant
3: about that yeah. one
0: was
4: so
3: normally we you know we have a, not a script but we have like we have notes and yeah. kind of, yeah. so if, if, wow. we, if we were to ever not uh, record an episode uh, if there was ever a technical error it would be <laughs> yeah. relatively easy to restage yeah. however, however this episode was about those choose your own adventure <laughs> yeah. books oh yes and so what we had done ah. was was a kind of almost like a live yeah. reading yeah. live experience like it. of choose your own adventure um yeah some some might say
4: almost impossible <laughs> to uh to restage
3: yeah good maybe as well our little adventure little yeah. Curated, yeah and then
5: yeah.
4: um yeah got got back home to do the editing and then We did press. I press record. Well done. Um, But uh, somehow degree in audio. There was no audio. audio. Yeah. And
3: then I phoned you, didn't I? Well, because you know we we message most days. Um, He never calls me, and so if he calls me, I think something really bad has happened. Uh, And he's like, Morgan, I've I've got got some really bad news. What's wrong? And he's like. The episode just did, didn't record. He was. Yeah, it can happen. It can happen.
0: But you've dodged the question. I want to know, in your opinion, what's the worst TV show ever? <laughs>
4: oh right.
3: The what's, the, what's, what's something <laughs> I've
0: done that you were
4: like, "What? I'm never going to watch this in a million years." Oh, uh, what, the one we've covered. You mean? Yeah. 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 Um, probably *Ulysses* 31. That,
0: what? Well You saw the clips. Contentious. Yeah. yeah.
4: How dare wow. you? Wow. Oh, or 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 mm. the Incredible Hulk. Um, Oh, from, cartoon. From the 1960s. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
3: wow, really? Yeah.
4: yeah. With, with the dreadful
3: theme
4: tune. Ah. Oh, yeah, no, you're thinking of... Yeah, no, not
3: the 80s one. Yeah, no, the, six, yeah, yeah the, 60s the 60s Incredible one. Hulk, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, OK. Yeah, that was <laughs> pretty ropey, that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah interesting. It's not one we can really sell, but... but yeah.
0: Almost as fun to watch terrible TV as watching oh, great TV, isn't it? Yeah. If, I think sometimes we'll go
3: out of way to pick bad things. <laughs> yeah, quite <laughs> often we're nostalgic about things that we know are terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's right. And it'll be just fun sharing those clips and being like, look, look how bad this was. Like, that's also quite fun. Well, we're going to go
0: from the sublime. No, from the ridiculous to the sublime. Uh, Last week we asked for your first Anderson memories. Uh, This week we're going to have a look at your favourite Anderson moments, scenes, or characters. So we'll start with you, Tom. Let's see what you picked. (laughs) There he is, (laughs) smiley face.
5: Flaming
3: thunderbolts. expect you, sir. That's obvious. What do you think you're playing at, Zero? I was playing your video game, sir.
2: Get out of there! What's the matter?
0: I come in here and what do I find?
1: Zero's playing my game. That's not so terrible.
2: What did you score, Sergeant Major?
1: 820, Mom. And I hadn't finished.
2: What? That's higher than. Higher than your best ever score, Tiger? 820? I don't believe it. He can't lie. He's just a machine with limited intelligence. (laughs) Isn't that what you always say? Harsh.
3: Well, what I meant to say was. was.
0: flaming thunderbolts.
4: (laughs) <laughs> so petty. So petty.
0: <laughs> you have the whole of I Jerry Anderson's love... legacy to choose from. That's it. That's that one it. scene yeah. from that one episode, why?
4: I think it's just certain lines, <laughs> isn't it, that you just remember for... I mean, obviously, Flaming Thunderbolts is a is a great expression. Yes. Zero's playing that, my game. <laughs> <laughs> he's, so, he's so crabby. <laughs> he's, and we, I remember we were saying this at the time. Mm-hmm. It was like, um, time's a bit of a git, <laughs> isn't it? He's, he's, he's a very... He's, like, technically not very, like... <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. but you love him for it yeah, yeah. yeah um, but i love i love um just the, the fact that he all he wants to do is play his game, yeah. and beat his high score, yeah, and then zero just is just shows him right up, yeah, you what know, well,
3: well. but it exemplifies the humor that yeah, you were exactly. ta- that you were talking yeah, about, yeah it's
4: not just you know always you space know, adventures exactly no i I like that um yeah.
0: Now earlier uh, Morgan alluded to the fact that these days there's more of a community around the sort mm. of science fiction viewers and uh, fandom and so on. But of course when we were growing up there was less of that. So were you pretty much on your own enjoying this stuff or did you talk to it with with friends? Did you have a group who, who are like-minded or, or not not? really? Yeah. No, I
4: think it was I wouldn't say it was a shame or anything, but it was just one of those things where I think you as you said earlier, you have your kind of um, your your own little world, almost. Like, there's also another podcast I do, which is, if you want a niche... Yes. ...is called Electric Friends, and it's all about Gary Newman... Aha. Uh-huh. ...and his music. Which a previous podcast a guest, yeah. yes. Um, Big Captain and, Scarlet fan. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but So Gary was an example of something which was very much my own little p- yeah. <laughs> private thing. Yeah. So I was like, I can't tell anyone at school that I've, I really into Gary uh. his music. Well, I should have been brave and it should have been fine. But yeah. now, we live in this world where there's a whole... You know, you can...
0: Actually, there's anything. something... You say you should have been brave and mm. more open with your love of Gary Newman or, yeah. or Terror Hawks. but actually there's mm. something about yeah. keeping things, exactly. having that thing to yourself, yeah. which is also quite important, That's the
4: thing. I think if, if Terrorhawks at the time just suddenly became this massive deal, mm.
0: I'd yeah. have been like, Oh, that was mine. Well, idea. that's yeah. right.
4: Yeah. Also, you then have to listen to other people's
0: opinions.
3: So yeah. There's nothing worse. <laughs> so I, I, I think the best episode is this. Do
0: yeah. <laughs> oh, don't Very get true. involved yeah. in that. Yeah. Exactly. No, I'm, I was a big fan of Star Trek Next Generation mm. in the uh, 80s and early 90s. And I remember going to see Generations, the movie, at the cinema and mm. hating every moment <laughs> of it. What are, you, what are you doing here? <laughs> exactly. What are these people doing here? This yeah. is mine. Yeah.
3: It's like when your yeah. family talk during the Doctor Who Christmas special. Oh. And it's like <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. It wrong. That's yeah. right. Uh, now, we do have some more questions from our wonderful wow, viewers, right. uh, our wonderful wow, viewers and good. listeners in our Space 1999 that's lunchbox. That's yeah. uh, come all the way from the USA, this. Oh, wow. That's why it's a little battered. Uh, so, I think there's probably enough to take maybe a couple more each for this right. week. Yeah. So Reach over if you can. Okay. Let's clear the decks. Oh, should I take yeah, all of them? Yeah, take them all. Yeah. They've all oh. got to be answered. That's great. Yeah, well done. Right, uh, Tom, let's
4: okay. hear the first one. So, uh, Roger Morgan says, uh, can you name any show you think is crying out to be remade today, Anderson or otherwise? Mm. Myself, I would love to see a modern version of Nigel Neill's Quatermass stories.
3: Wow. Which we did an episode. We did yeah. an episode uh, of Quatermass. We yeah. talked about why haven't they remade it. I mean, uh, they did... They did that well, live
0: episode. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah. but more recently. What's your general view of sort of remakes and reboots? Should things be left in the past for us to enjoy? It depends or? what it is, I guess. Yeah?
3: Yeah. I, it, depend, it depends on the execution and why you're doing it as well. So if it's just a cash-in, yeah. then then no. But if you genuinely think there's something new that you could do with the, the concept, like yeah. New Captain Scarlet is an yeah. example where mm. some people would say the original is untouchable, mm. but actually... They did new things with the characters. They did mm. new things with the storytelling. Mm. There was a whole new technology to explore. I think if you'd done Captain Scarlet with some form of puppetry again, mm. yeah. It, but sure. actually, there was there was as I say, there was a whole new way of doing things. Yeah. So there's there's merit in something like that. Definitely. I
4: think as long as you've got the the, the heart of it and you're respecting mm. the, the the fans and mm. and and, you, and you're you're sticking to what made the original great and mm. you're not trying to like completely. Yeah. Rehash it. But I mean, even
0: Jerry himself got stick for remaking Captain Scarlet. Yeah. Mm. So, it's his show. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. But I, I think that is the one, Captain Scarlet, that if that should be remade uh-huh. today because there are so many interesting themes in the original and ideas that new Captain Scarlet did delve into a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but actually, I still think, you know, this idea of Captain Scarlet, the lead character, is not the real Captain Scarlet. He's a Mr. On duplicate, and mm-hmm. Captain Blue has to work alongside this. Mm. Clone of his best friend who murdered his best
2: <laughs> friend. Like, that's so, that's so <laughs> sure.
3: Deep and, deep yeah. and dark and Isn't complex. It? It's like, there's a lot you could, you could get into. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah, yeah that's right. Uh, question for you though, Morgan. Yeah.
3: Um, Simpsons Clips mm-hmm. says, are you guys aware of Lavender Castle? Yeah. So we, we, we talked about this uh, in the last episode. Um, Aware, yeah. certainly, so, yeah, but probably not one that would be top of our no. Anderson ranking. De- one I'd want to like delve, delve into yeah. some more. I, I think mean,
0: it's not sort of readily available on DVD and no, Blu-ray as so much as the other yeah. series. And yeah. also,
3: I think it uh, when it f- was first broadcast, uh, we were maybe a little too old to kind of be the target yeah. audience, mm. yeah. And then haven't had the opportunity to kind of go back and. Yeah, revisit, but maybe we should do an episode Absolutely. on the yeah. Castle.
4: We'll
0: yeah. do them all. We'll do them all. Yeah. Do them all, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You've got time. Uh, Tom, another
4: question? Yeah. We have uh, John Reader. Hi, both. Did your interest include um, 2005 new Captain Scarlet? If mm. so, you go. were you aware of the original?
0: Aha. Uh-huh. Well, so, yes. Absolutely. Were you? When, I guess you were. Yeah. Well, yeah, big time.
4: Yeah, the original is my, my favourite. Yeah. Jerry Anderson
3: series. Yeah. I think um, again I would have watched it in the kind of the early 90s. Yeah. Uh, repeats and just absolutely fell in love with it. Yeah. Um I think I talked about this a bit when I was on the on the podcast before, <laughs> but I think I was a big fan of Marvel Comics and Spider-Man X-Men when I was a kid all the, all those kinds of things. And I think Captain Scarlet is ah. the closest thing to a superhero story <laughs> yes. in many ways you have in True. the Anderson universe where he he has superpowers and they all have their own outfits and they're yeah. like a team and yeah. so I think that's probably why it, why it appealed to me and it, and uh, I was aware of New Captain Scarlet when it went out, but I don't think. Yeah, but, it, too. but it was, but it was cut to pieces, wasn't it? it? Famously, oh, yes. as part famously, of yes. Ministry of Mayhem. So I don't think <laughs> I could tolerate that. Yeah. Um, but okay, I've yeah. I've since gone back and, yeah. and and watched it in in the manner it was intended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Great.
0: Uh, another question, I think. Sure. Careful
4: so we now. we have uh, Morty Vicker. Oh, yes. How would you add a specifically Cornish angle to oh. an Anderson show? Uh, put Tracy Island <laughs> by the Sillies have the Mr. Ons destroy a clotted cream factory and then horror follow it with a huge jam lorry crashing on top. Oh, that is <laughs> There are lots of Scottish references, but not Cornish.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay, come on, give us your best Cornish Gerry Anderson series. Or no. story. Uh, <laughs> um. <laughs>
4: Uh, well, I've, I've been thinking about this, and
3: I think you could do quite a good episode of Thunderbirds. Yes, that's international. I mean, yes. there were episodes where there's the mining disasters, but yes. there could be a, a mining disaster in a Cornish tin mine. Yes, and they get trapped, and international rescue like has to it. come and.
0: I mean, St Michael's Mount has got to feature somewhere, hasn't it? Oh, that would be great. That's got to. That's got to yeah, be yeah, a rocket, yeah. obviously. And,
3: and then at the end, you can have Grandma Tracy bringing them out scones with <laughs> jam
0: and then yes. cream on top. Get it right, please. Um, yeah, yeah, that's that could right. Work. Yeah. <laughs> so, tell, well, so you're you're Cornish by descent, yep. obviously. Yeah. Um, A proud Cornishman? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Great.
3: If the accent didn't give it away. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. slightly.
0: Uh, Another question there, I think.
3: Uh, Got a couple more? Uh, One more. Okay. uh, From Steve Bushell. Yes. Uh, He says, as someone who lived through the 80s, you chose the best decade for all things geek. Thank you, Steve. Mm -hmm. Uh, my perfect tipple is perry, pear cider, but do you enjoy craft beers?
0: <laughs> well, that would take a swerve. I love ages TV. What's your favourite then? <laughs> you, like, you like
4: craft beers? Yeah, craft yeah,
0: beer. yeah. What's well, well, a craft beer? Explain well, that to me. It's
4: kind of the, the, the hipster choice now, isn't it? It's, it's, it's just everywhere now. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a good 15 years ago. Is it like local Breweries. Again, our podcast is not actually yeah, about no. beer. It's misleading <laughs> <the> title. But <laughs> that's why I, I i stick to the the, the old faithfuls, like, yeah. like a John Smith's or yeah. um, can you know where you are? Well, on? did you try
0: the terror hawks beer? No. It was Hawks beer, wasn't it? I was checking it Yeah, yeah it was Terra Hawks beer. Yeah, yeah no, well maybe we'll yeah. find oh, you a, a yeah case. we, we haven't, uh, haven't had an opportunity. Absolutely, we'll, yeah, <laughs> yeah, send us some hawks beer and we'll yeah. give you a plug on the podcast yeah,
3: That's right. Um and, and Steve also says, What do you think of remakes? Are they worth it? But I think ah, we've sort of, there you go. sort of covered that. yeah
0: That's right, great. Uh, fantastic uh, So uh, Morgan let's take a look At your favourite Jerry Anderson moment Now we've already discussed Captain Scarlet mm. But mm. there was another show That you mentioned In, in your reply to me mm. And um, uh, Well I thought I'd pick a moment From oh, okay. uh, another favourite TV series <laughs>
5: Car park. <laughs> yeah, well, shame, isn't <laughs> That's it? Twice now. <laughs>
0: uh, Oliver Cotton, Burt Kwok, mm. uh, 1994's Space Precinct. Space Precinct. Precinct. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but I was in Space Precinct. Wait, I don't like to talk about it. Oh, okay, uh, but so, what, what are your memories of watching Space Precinct? Did you watch it all, or do you remember that scene in particular that I chose for you? I, well, yeah, I definitely watched it all at
3: the time. And I, I think I said, I, I, I remember being so excited because it felt like this was the first. Jerry uh, Anderson show that was being made for my mm. generation, and I feel like there was a real real buzz mm. around it, thinking back I'm, I feel like there might have even been a piece on on the news or something about mm-hmm. it and about how the masks mm-hmm. worked and the fact that they all, you know they had motors whizzing yeah. inside as, as you well know. yeah, um, yeah I, I just loved space precinct and I, lo- I loved the characters. Um, I've got stick before for saying I thought Haldane
0: was cool right, like, I, yeah, right. I, I, I see, he
3: was just like slick and a bit yeah. like a ladies man and women yeah. sort of you know yeah, but, eight or but, nine
0: but watch it now <laughs> yeah
3: I know it hasn't, hasn't aged well <laughs> no but um, at, at the time I thought he was he was like the coolest and, and the, the, it, still
0: you know the alien effects and the, yeah. the prosthetics look incredible uh, it was a problematic series in many ways in terms of its tone did mm. that uh, make an impact on you at all or you not remember no, that I at think, the time I, I think it worked for me at at that age Um,
3: because I I know like in retrospect people have said oh it's it's kind of it can't decide whether it wants to be family friendly Mm. or if it Mm. wants to be Blade Runner Mm. Um, but at the time I I think that worked it had that that sense of a kind of space faring adventure that I loved yeah but also as I was talking about earlier with Captain Scarlet it had occasionally those darker moments which made me feel like I I wasn't being talked down to like I wasn't watching even though I was a Kid, yeah. I didn't want to feel like I was watching kid yeah. stuff. I wanted to yeah, feel like yeah. I was being treated with kind of respect. So yeah. there were sort of dark themes sometimes, yeah. There, like psychological ideas in there as well, mm. um, and that and that definitely appealed to me alongside you know, the, the the comedy and the great effects. And, yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, <laughs> did watching Space Precinct tempt you to watch other Anderson shows to delve back into the back catalogue, such as you could in the nineties? Yeah. VHS, I don't know. I,
3: well, I think I already had been watching yeah. um, okay. repeats of of. Thunderbirds and yeah. um, and Captain Scarlet and Stingray. Stingray yeah. I feel like they were all on maybe like BBC Two in like yeah. the early nineties. Yeah, right. But I don't think when I watched Space Precinct for the first time, I made the connection mm-hmm. yeah. that it was Gerry Anderson that it was. Yeah. By, even though it says Gerry Anderson Space Precinct. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think I made the connection that it was by the same because it it didn't necessarily feel of a of a piece at the time. I wasn't aware at that time of the likes of UFO and. Space 1999, I watched them slightly later. Which
0: do feel of a piece, as you said, both those series. They do. Whereas Space Precinct was sort of a world apart, really.
3: Yeah, I kind of... I, I think of it as being almost like uh, a bit of a melding of the two. So you have uh, the Super Nation shows that do sort of certainly from kind of... Uh, Supercar, Fireball, Thunderbird, Stingray—you can kind of—they all kind of feels more or less of a piece, yeah. And then UFO and Space Nineteen Ninety Nine very much feel yeah. of a piece, and then almost and then
0: existing in the same universe, yeah yeah, like, yeah. yeah, yeah.
3: But then Space Precinct is live action, but in terms of tone, yeah. maybe feels more like a Supermarionation uh-huh. yeah. show, yeah. Um, so it's so it's kind of interesting. It's a one-off, but you can definitely see the Jerry Anderson lineage in yeah. it. I think,
0: yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, let's take another look. Uh, the two geeks in action. What have you been up to now? Oh. Let's have a look.
3: So when interviewed before the rematch, Clubber says in the film, I don't hate that boy, I pity the fool. Oh. The origin of Mr. Yeah. T's catchphrase. So this is, which which he never actually says in the 80s does he, he, ne- not?
4: he never says so I pity He says he says fool. Shut up, fool. But yeah. he never says I pity the fool. Cause Cause it, I feel like Mr. T is very much like the Bruce Forsyth of his day, where he he would bring his own catchphrases <laughs> to different projects. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. No, no one's ever made that comparison before. <laughs> nice to see you. See you, nice fool. <laughs>
4: Did he do well? <laughs> uh, nothing worse than people laughing at their own. Joke. <laughs> hey, woman, give us a twirl. <laughs> we had drunk a bit, quite a bit of this.
5: Uh,
0: <laughs> I mean, you seem to be having a great time. A
5: great
3: yeah.
2: time.
4: Well,
3: <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's a great episode of. Uh, uh, where we did an episode about uh, a a real kind of cult geek (laughs) series. The Rocky movies. Yeah, yeah um, that's right. Really niche. Yeah, 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 that's right. Exactly. No, but that was because Tom had never seen a Rocky movie. Never I seen a Rocky a, movie? No. I, I, don't, know I how feel like I have it.
4: now because we went through every
3: single sure. one. I've ruined them all. Sure. Oh, yeah. I know, yeah but, uh, and
0: have problem, you yeah. seen every uh, episode of a Generation Game? No, that's... <laughs> <laughs> I've seen
4: more Generation Game. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I like a, a bit of challenge. Uh, on oh, yeah, TV. of right, course. That's
0: right. Yeah, that's a great thing. Now, everything's available, isn't it? That's the other thing that's changed in the last 20 years. Everything is available somewhere. So the access to this stuff is so much greater. Yeah. Fantastic. So where can our viewers and listeners find you? Tell us where we can find Two Geeks, Two Beers and your own personal social medias and so on. Sure, so we, we can, can give you a follow.
4: We can go That's T-W-O. Oh, yeah. Uh, we, realize, we, we said that all the time. Do did, did people know uh, That's just, why yeah. no one's coming to <laughs> That's our why no one. coming 2 or on all the socials at 2GeeksCast. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. You, so. you can also email us. Yes, uh, podcast easy. at 2Geeks2Beers.com if you want to get in touch and Fantastic. suggest ideas for future episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then I'm on uh, Twitter or X yeah. um,
4: at Morgan Jeffrey. And I'm at Eamesy.
0: Great. And do you have any future ideas for the next episode of 2Geeks? What, <laughs> what do plans what, do you have?
4: What, we're going to have our annual... Um, production, production production, Production <laughs> Okay. Activity, where we, we go to the party. Oh, I see, yeah. Um, um, but we've got a few uh, big plans. We've actually got a spin-off podcast in the works as well. Mm. Have you now? Um, Can you let us in on a could, few secrets could, about that? Can an exclusive. Exclusive announcement, yeah. go on. Yeah, so it's, it's going to be a spin-off podcast all about the music of James Bond. Ah. Um, going through each different theme and the music of each film. Yeah, ah. which again, I'm a massive James Bond fan. Ah. Tom is a
3: chart fanatic and has that kind of music history I knowledge think. so we thought we'd bring those two together Kiss yeah.
0: Kiss Bang Bang yeah. it's called cool. so oh that, I like it that'll be launching sometime in 2020 that'll please Terry Adlam. <laughs> right. afford that. Uh but in the meantime two geeks two beers Morgan Jeffrey Tom Eves, thanks so much for joining us thank you <laughs> Thank you so much uh, to the Gruesome Twosome from Two Geeks, oh. Two Beers. <laughs> the
1: Gruesome Twosome? Yeah,
0: that's what people say. The
1: gruesome br- Twosome? bruesome Two beers? Yeah. You get it? That- Got it. Yeah, great. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks to, uh, to to Morgan and Tom for dropping by. And once again, a dry podcast. As in, they, you didn't give them any beers. Of course I didn't. That would be asking for trouble. Yeah, But you were invited onto their podcast, the first episode. Yeah. I've yet to receive my invite. That's
0: strange. I was on the Radio Times podcast. I was going to say, with, uh, you've been on Morgan. the Radio
1: Times best ever thing, uh, weren't uh, they, uh, aren't you, not uh, you? So
0: That was interesting. That was fun, actually. Yeah, you, but you lost. Yeah, well, thanks for bringing that up. Anyway, to save the day, I think we should hear from our wonderful viewers and listeners in an item that I like to call...
1: The voice of the Podstrons. I like that too. This is the voice of the Podsterons. Uh, greetings, Podcats. Hi. We know that's from then, don't we? Because he always greets us. He does. That must podcats. be Mark, Mark Perkins. Perkins. <laughs> well done. Hopefully, I'm sending this in good time to help celebrate all three of you on reaching another milestone pod, 300 missions. Well editions. done, Mark. Yes, just in time. Yes. Well, we haven't got that yet, so that's no. perfect. Wow. Yes. Two exclamation marks. Yeah. I've been listening since Pod one, aka the prequel pod. Back then we weren't even called Podstrons, that's right, we didn't have the name then, no, did we? No. And I've loved how it's evolved over the years. It's no <laughs> mean feat to have clocked up three hundred episodes. And even more impressive that you've uploaded one every single week without a break. I mean that is pretty crazy. Yeah, once I even uploaded it twice. You did?
0: <laughs> impressive. So, you know, I'm ahead yes. of the game. I've already yeah. reached
1: three hundred. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I'm looking at you from the future here. Technically, this is 300. And, yeah. yeah. Anyway, let's not go there. Uh, so, yes. In fact, I read a stat that yes. only 1% of podcasts make it to episode 20. Wow. So, I don't know what percentage of podcasts well, make it to episode 300. So, But if 1% reached 20, then yes. ipso facto, 99%, yes. could reach... 40 or 50 or 100? No, because 99% are already out by that point. So only 1% is left standing? Yes, is left standing at 20 (sighs) episodes. So I think we must be in like 0.01 or 001%. Also, I just said it so facto. I know, that's exciting, isn't it? I said hence a few weeks ago. (laughs) I know, that's Mm. so exciting. Anyway, sorry, Mark, carry me with your email. I've just been listening to Pod 294 in my traditional manner whilst out for a run. Oh, not hovering. No, not hovering, running. Uh, and I was composing an email in my head as I ran, and is also often the case, now I'm on my keyboard, I've totally forgotten the things that I intended to say. Welcome Apart to my world. hearty congratulations. To you. You'll <laughs> yeah, you're very forgetful, One thing I can remember enjoying this week was Chris Dale and David K. Barnes oh, talking yeah. about how some people didn't like Captain Scarlet's narrative device of opening each show with the Mistrons giving away the plot by announcing what they intended to do. Mm. We stopped doing that on the podcast, haven't mm. we? Uh, far from spoiling the tension, for me... It was evidence that the Mistrons were taunting Spectrum. So if they succeeded in carrying out their threat, morale in Spectrum would be affected and the impact would be even greater. Oh, the Mistrons would be going like, ha-ha, told you, we even told you what we were going to do. And you still failed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They should have spoken like that shouldn't they Uh, even as a nine-year-old viewer I somehow felt we told you what we were going to do (laughs) and
0: we did it (laughs) (laughs)
1: that kind of thing yes
2: perfect that would work
1: yeah you should play them if they ever bring it back thanks um even as a nine-year-old viewer, I somehow felt this wasn't the usual kids' program. It was a piece of grown-up drama which didn't talk down to its audience. Well, Dad would have yep. loved that because that yep. was his thing. Yep. Keep on potting and never forget what a fabulous community of supportive and inclusive fans you bring together. Well, they bring themselves together, but we're yeah. very happy to be a small catalyst in that. Um, Jerry would have been proud. He also would have think, thought it was weird. I yes. suspect, but as uh, do I. As do uh, yeah. I think I think we all do. Even <laughs> the Podstrons. Uh, I'm looking forward to Birmingham in July. That's for the concert, partly for the show, but just as much for the opportunity to meet up with fellow Podstrons, who I now feel lucky to call my friends.
0: Oh, Regardless, that's nice.
1: Mark Perkins podster on for life. Yeah, absolutely right. I bet he is, too. It's a life sentence, this podcast. It is. You can't
0: leave. You can (laughs) never leave. Uh, Roger Morgan says, hi, guys. Waving hands like Chris Dale and wearing the same T-shirt since the first video broadcast. All right. Whatever can he mean? Poor Chris. Uh, In Gap 295. Gap. It's good, isn't it? The Ger- I, mean, yeah. I think there's another company called that though so. Oh we can't use it then <laughs> right, yeah, probably, okay. <laughs> uh, You happen to ask what were people's feelings On watching the first broadcast of the Secret Service We did I discuss that I think we that. did ask that yep. yes. Well in the interest of being historically factual I will try and cast my mind back to the time When I was a fresh faced 11 year old Roger you were never a fresh faced 11 year old <laughs> Were you? Wow uh, And the family gathered round the old catho- the old cathode ray tube oh, uh, To excuse. watch the latest Jerry Anderson creation Since I wore specs and Emmy Joe 90 in the playground The Morgan household resided on the borderline of two TV companies <laughs> Anglia TV and of course Midland ATV yep. uh, So we did get to see Jerry's series hot off the cutting room table as it were On first viewing the first few moments of the Secret Service my father shouted in his usual colourful brummy accent, oh no Come on <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Oh no It's that dozy old coot Words changed, stronger words originally used So Unwinese wasn't that popular with us And definitely not my dad Stanley Unwin cropped up in a lot of comedy programmes and sketches Doing his gobbledygook speak at the time And we hated it So I can see where Lou Grade was coming from When he cancelled the show Gosh I recall that I was a bit bemused as a young Anderson fan And did wonder why it wasn't all filmed as an all new puppet show now, I've since warmed to the Secret Service, enjoying the DVD box set more than when watching it on the first broadcast. It sits in that somewhat surreal 60s camp time uh, of spy series like The Avengers, Jason King, uh, and the like. Very much a slice of 60s whimsy that is lost to us now. That's nice, isn't yeah. it? I suppose now it can be looked upon as a transitional period in Jerry's work and foreshadowing what live action series were to come. Yeah. Jamel uh, Royt, ask in. Which is Brummy, not Unwinese. Brilliant. For Are You All Right? right. How's, How's it going? It going? Yes. Um, that's from Roger Morgan. Nice. I loved your Brummy accent.
1: Yeah. It's quite it's strong.
0: Right. Quite strong. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing subtle about my accent.
1: No. 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 I liked it though. Also, I like the phrase a slice of whimsy. I love
0: a slice of whimsy. Yeah. It's making me quite hungry actually. Yeah,
1: me too. <laughs> Some nice spray cream with it. Oh,
0: yeah, it would have to be. Mm, I'm yeah. imagining like a cream slice. Oh, yeah. I'd call that a whimsy. Yeah. And then you get your old can and,
1: and maybe a bit of a while you're at it. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Great sound effects. Thanks. You're very good at those. <laughs> who, never, who ever knew that you could do spray cream who as well knew? as Terry Wogan? I'm literally a one-man big finish. <laughs> anyway, shall I move on? Yes. Good. Dear Richard James, producer of the Jerry Anderson podcast. Yeah, that's me. That's unlikely, isn't it? I know. How did that happen? Uh, forgive me for referring to you by your official title, but I have an urgent request. Ah, at your earliest convenience, yep. please could you rebook David K. Barnes for another session with Chris Dale. Oh. Their conversations in Pods 294 and 295 were an absolute delight. Oh. And I'm sure I can't be the only Podstron who chuckled all through their witty observations yeah. and easy banter. All right.
2: It was lovely. Yeah, I was like, calm yeah, down.
1: Well, fine. Um,
0: in fact, don't just book them uh, for another The only chat. comment we got about your Craig Morris interview was... As you reply to
1: your text, I know. Chris Dale gets all this. It's a bit hard. 60s whimsy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Witty observations and easy banter, and we get middle aged blokes talking about boring <laughs> stuff. Brilliant. Uh, in fact, don't just put them for another chat. Schedule them in for some regular spots every year. Thunderbird's Day, Captain Scarlet Day might be a good start. What do you reckon? Go on, you know it makes sense. Keep up the good work, particularly Chris and David K. Barnes. Keep up the good work, FAB, SIG, Chris Bowden. Chris. Yeah. Oh. P.S. Hi, hi, Jamie. Hi, Chris. Right. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Chris, well, that- you're supposed to be my friend. Yeah. Chris.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I think that's fair enough. David K Vance is was fantastic, wasn't he?
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, Chris, Chris and David were amazing. Yeah, yeah, but particularly David. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He, yeah. I mean, David he, carried it. Yeah. He Chris, really did. Chris. Chris was really the sort of David McGee. Yes, yeah, uh, the sort of Jamie Anderson to, to my Richard absolutely, James. Absolutely, yes. The, yeah. the glamorous assistant who, yeah.
0: <laughs> that's right. I think we should have David back for, for sure. Absolutely. first Day, Captain Scarlet. Yes, I think he'd love that. OK, so fine. So I'll keep in touch with David and see right, if he can join again. Done, Yeah, lovely. Great. Uh, I think that's all for now, isn't it? So uh, thanks to the Podstrons for emailing. at podcast At podcast.jerryodderson.com with those contentious comments, some of them. Mm. Uh, and we'll hear from them again next week. But in the meantime, I think it's time that we saw either Tom or Morgan... At the randomizer button with Chris Dale Not
5: both. for the randomizer. I
0: don't know. We'll
5: Let's find see. out.
1: Yeah. Okay.
5: Well, Morgan, thank you for joining us today for the Gerry Anderson podcast, and of course that means it's your turn to press the button on the randomizer. We're saving the best for last. Oh, of course. Of course. You know, we of we course. won't tell that to Tom.
3: No. You, you know. Oh, that's an honour. You of know, it's
5: your world. <laughs> Indeed, it is. Yes. So, whenever you're ready, press that button, and we'll see what you can produce for us today. Good luck. Anything in particular you're hoping for? Oh, maybe Captain Scarlet? Captain uh, Scarlet! Classic am not classic. We had a, a, a classic Captain Scarlet a couple of weeks ago, so I don't think he's going to come up. Oh. Ah, but what's come up there today? Ooh,
3: okay, um, The
5: Protectors. The Protectors. Mm. And it's quite a good episode of The Protectors, oh. in my opinion. It's petard. Yes, this week's Protectors episode takes us into the world of big business. Uh, we are here in London. Uh, the episode title and some guest, title, uh, guest actors there. In fact, all of these credits are, are slightly, normally it's all done straight in centre. Some of these are, are off centre and on the bottom. It's very interesting, isn't it? You're interested, aren't you? I am. I am. Anyway, the protectors have been called in to assist.
1: Three months ago, we were about to launch a new product.
5: A company with yeah. a product.
1: Estimated world sales in the first year, 100 million units.
5: It's a lot of money for well, this, yes. uh, market
1: research indicated that
5: I think it might be a detergent.
0: Market. ...each individual buy on average three items in the year.
5: It's
2: a mm. lot of GANS.
0: Mm. Yes, and you may be
2: interested in the gross sales to date. Zero. Well, that's not good. There must be a reason. The reason you're here is to rule. Two weeks before the launch date, our main competitor, Universal, brought out this.
5: <sighs> oh, it's an identical thingy to their own thingy.
2: Not much difference. An almost identical package, 10% more product per item, and under our price by
5: 8%. Uh, so Swine. There's yeah, also a bit missing from this well, on D- uh, episode DVDs, on the DVDs. Yeah. Someone pointed it out to me on Twitter. Yeah. I think it was the a Japanese broadcast or a release uh, had an extra and line and in the the here that's been cut industrial um, from the version that's actually, on the DVD this was uh, well, release well, in the UK. Then, yeah. Yes. So, we have a case of industrial espionage I for the protectors. To want
1: a, new
2: product. a new product. No! I wanted to make sure the same thing doesn't happen again. Right. Mm. It could be interesting. So,
5: right? a case of industrial espionage. We have to we prevent this from happening yes. again. And, and it's such a small scale no, no idea for a story, but they, they carry this off with, with great aplomb. Uh, Harry's going to move into the uh, office. Well,
2: if it's an inside job, I mean, it probably comes from the top. Right. Yes.
5: And I like as well that this isn't a sort of end of the world mission, as very few protectors' missions were. It's just a sort of straightforward let's protect these people and their detergent. It's, the the stakes the have never been lower, and yet I'm invested. Uh, it's strange.
2: Yes, the uh, Confessor doesn't exactly have the
5: right secretarial, really. Yes, Caroline is going to become.
2: My oh.
5: Harry's secretary oh, oh
2: my you dare. You dare. You
5: dare. and I feel this is them as I've said before one of the strengths of the protectors format one of the benefits of it being so vague is that you can tell any story you feel like really uh, I think this was a Tony Barwick hey, script, oh, and meeting all these wonderful actors, a lot of whom are in, in nothings of parts, but every single speaking role in this episode has got someone who on their own would be a phenomenal guest star for the, for the series. And would you like
1: so to add anything, the
5: room? So Harry is now sitting in on the meeting about the new detergent. Um, we suspect someone on the board is working against them, and who's this? We have another um, face familiar to Doctor Who fans and I want to say that this actor Ooh. has the name yes. of an Anderson character. I believe see, the actor's name is John Kane he says
2: he'll see you if like who played to Tommy in Planet of the
5: Spiders.
2: And don't forget to knock.
5: And this is again nothing you of a character, strip out
2: the walls
5: but he here. gives it such, and such life and such warmth. Cool,
2: pale, green, very restful. Ciao.
5: And Angela Douglas here, um, Hi, for so Doctor Who fans, uh, was uh, later ah, Mrs. the Brigadier in, uh, in
2: Battlefield.
5: It's yes, a slightly quirky, slightly eccentric character that Harry has brought in here. Uh, essentially, to act as a tech consultant, I think. It's been a while since I've seen this one, but everyone is very interested in his little yeah, box of yeah, tricks. What this is about? The rules. A private
2: investigator. He's here to catch the thief. Thief? Ooh. Yes. The one that sold out to Universal.
5: Ah, uh, Universal. We hate them. And what have we got here? We're not picking up anything yet. Everyone gets ample opportunity to look suspicious and shifty. Uh, the culprit could be anyone in this room. And yeah, the needle swung right up into the red there. <laughs> Back at Harry's There's place. There's no possible
2: doubt. You seem surprised. This illusion would be nearer.
5: I can't remember the name of, of John Kane's yeah, character yeah. here.
2: I'll move my truck in there tomorrow and clean the place up. She may get a green walls yet. What? It's a psychological fact. Green for peace and tranquility. Think green, friends. Ciao! No. He doesn't exactly
5: inspire me with... It's, a, it's an odd, odd character oh, and an odd performance, be. but I really like it. So, yes, here we have some more actors. Uh Miss Jones, all right. If you were, like, keeping track of Doctor Who actors in this episode, you could have a checklist. You've got about a dozen names.
2: With another uh, man.
5: We have Milton Johns. Uh, Who was in Doctor Who a couple of times? uh, His name
2: is Harry. In the
5: Enemy of the World and Invasion of Time, and here we have an actor who uh, I was going to say I can't remember his name, but I can remember his name. This is Mark Jones, who played Keeler in the Seeds of Doom, and it's a brilliant performance in the Seeds of Doom. Uh, I also love Milton Johns in pretty much anything I've seen him in. He's got a wonderful line in. Oily, smarmy, sometimes downright strange people. Narrow it
2: down to the apartment. I'll check.
5: But uh, this uh, tech guy that Harry has brought in has done very well to track down the source of the bugging. Um, no. There is some kind of bugging in the office.
2: The exterior. There has to be a warm, vibrant woman. I can tell by your eyes. Excuse me. Harry, fourth window along from the top right-hand corner of the block. Okay, got Uh, it. Yes, Paul is on the case.
5: Uh, We need a bit of an action scene now. We've had lots of scenes in boardrooms. Let's get some location running around going here. Uh, I wonder how many of these buildings are actually still standing. I would suspect probably there's been some redevelopment work there. But already, Milton Johns and um, Mark Jones, is that the name I said, have moved out. Here's another actor. Um, This is Basil Dignam. I I think that's how you pronounce his name. He played the cabinet minister in the first episode of UFO. He also holds the record for appearing in the most episodes of ITC action shows. I want to say he's in 25 different shows. Um, So, yeah, he was in everything. Uh, Oddly enough, I don't think he was ever in Doctor Who.
2: Anyway, Paul is... um,
5: Keeping an eye on Scudder, he's made contact
2: with, uh, Scudder. Someone. Mm-hmm. Industrial spy. Professional. Who's the other man? Charles Engleton, chairman of Universal. Know thine enemy.
5: Uh, anywho, what have we discovered now? There it is, a bugging device of some description. Oh dear!
2: Incredible! Scarcely bigger than a button. Mm. One in here and two in the boardroom. And very sophisticated. Can be activated by remote control, virtually undetectable, and capable yeah. of transmitting every word. When were they planted? There's no way of telling. It could have been put in when the block was built. The listening post is an apartment. Over there, add to that a radio mic any camera capable of photographing the time on your watch, you're all set. Except for one factor, the inside man, a spy in our
5: midst. So, who could that be?
2: Ah, oh, Miss Glass. Well, Ah, oh, Mr. Lee. Wouldn't it be Ralph Bates? Are your
5: Lord and Master not around then? No, I don't uh, think, I think it is. Ah, Mr.
2: Wyatt. Honestly. I do
5: like as well, sometimes you get with the second series, um, the Contessa assumes
2: oh, cover
5: identities. I think one of my favorites is in it. Sugar and Spice, yeah, where she's, uh, she pretends to be the, uh, oh, the housekeeper. Yes. Um, I think she gets a new hairstyle for that. Anywho, um, who's this now? Oh, this is Scudder. He's back on the scene. It's now night time. And he's got a big, a, a very early mobile phone there. Uh, where's this? Uh, Milton Jones. No, not Milton Jones, that's the comedian. I always, get these two, I always get the two names mixed up, even though they're two completely different people. Milton Johns is sneaking around outside. Uh, is this the big business building? Hi,
2: hmm. May. Uh, could I speak to Mr. Brightwell, please? Uh, there's yes. no one here. They've all gone out. All right, oh, there, so they're establishing you know, that the me?
5: building is empty, I think. Ah, oh right, no, they're they're using it as a distraction while Milton John sneaks in. Yes, so many wonderful actors in this story. And it's like, as I said, the the stakes of this one are so small scale, and you just, why have they packed it with so many classy actors? Even just getting one of these people would be such a coup, because they're all so brilliant. And yet, for some reason, they've just crammed them all into this single story. So now, Milton Johns has gone in to, I think, install a replacement bugging device, perhaps? And we are at dinner with the Contessa Mm -hmm. and Ralph Bates. I think we're supposed to believe that he is uh, possibly in on all this naughtiness. But he's not, you know. Mm. I don't think so. Oh, either.
2: for almost a year now, I suppose. Very astute man. Do you think so? Wow. He then spent the next hour pumping me about you. Mm, of course, you spilled all the beans. Oh,
5: naturally. Oh, it's Some nice lighting there as well. Oh, that green right. coming through the, re-
2: like the reflected
5: through the window. Doesn't I like the um, the outside the backdrop as well.
2: It was possible? I check Weston out. He's been with IMA for 25 years, a loyal and trusted servant, ah. pillar of society, but he wants to retire. So selling a few industrial secrets might provide a nice nest egg for his
5: old age. Yes, we've got no shortage means. of uh, possible candidates yeah. here for, for the naughtiness, including Mr. Sontaran, Mr. Dalotech here. Uh, I, I can't remember who the culprit is revealed as. <laughs> I want to say that it
2: isn't... I'm told that uh, we're now secure. That's right, Kevin. Yeah. Not that I understand much about bugging devices. It's way over my head. Hmm. Was there There's really a question, though, there...
5: Although, last of time power? we saw him in an Anderson episode, oddly enough, he was dealing with a bugging device. Uh, in the form of the one that the aliens dropped.
2: Oh, don't give me that innocent look. I spend all that I earn. And more. A fact that you're aware of. Because I checked the due
5: date. Quite a lot of people do.
2: seated.
5: Is this the big reveal?
2: Gentlemen, I have decided that we will meet on Monday. Yay! Will everyone be ready? As they'll ever be. Mr. Rule. All right, then on Monday, each of you will come prepared with your various facts and figures. I'm well aware that a lot of this data is public knowledge. But the vital decisions, the launch date, and the price will be set in this room. Ah.
5: So, so no one, one off, on the
2: outside no will know.
5: Down or And thus if it leaks, now, it's someone in this room. You'll give your attention to this. Someone with an amazing tie. Because they have some amazing ties around this table.
2: It destroys papers,
5: drawings, cool. Drawing. I call it a shredder. I think it might catch on. Wow. Oh, it, it's, it's burnt. Okay. My goodness. Use what it. will they think of next?
2: We've got men on all the elevators. Once the meeting starts, no one will be allowed past the 10th floor.
5: Good. See, this is quite rare for the protectors in the second series. Normally, it's just the three of them to hear Paul say, We've got men. We've got men all over the place. You won't see them, but they're there. We, have, we can call on men whenever we feel like it.
2: Clever, resourceful, and doesn't give up easily. Mm you
5: can rely on that ah here comes the cleaning lady is she in on the scheme as well oh she gonna unplug the uh... the shredder Naughty Milton Johns is testing his uh, surveillance device that he attached in the uh, telephone exchange. It works, even though
2: she's put the phone down. Yay! They can hear the modern
5: science. Right, so they'll hear everything that goes on in that room, and that makes them happy. Well, the brains will be gathering just
2: about now. Yeah. Is there anything coming through yet? Mean. I think that's absolutely yeah. all right. right let's
5: get on with it, Alec let's hear you first mm. I think that's absolutely so it's time to decide the price of our new detergent uh since that is the most exciting scene in the episode harry's gonna sneak out now this 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 mobile phone must have looked so cool and so impressive uh, when they filmed this
2: that was it they can't be far right let's go
5: might be worth quite a bit of money today as well. Anywho, Paul and um, Tommy—not Tommy—are moving in. Something wrong. It's not working. To uh, oh yes, they're going to corner our two bad guys here. And it's a lovely car car chase here, uh, including some very dangerous driving on the pavement. Um, Several stuntmen swerving for their uh, their safety here.
2: Greetings. Got something of yours. Thought you might like it back. Aha. Of course, he'll deny all so knowledge. So we can start the TV campaign early March. Yay. All right, let's um, finalize the launch date. Hmm?
5: So everything's all right, March I March the
2: first. Yeah.
5: No one has any objections? No i think we're good to go on the new detergent well,
3: i think it's been a successful meeting
2: mm. Mm. john there's still the question of the price ah oh, yes the, the price okay. i think we can go on these Here figures what's the price 20 to pence, be? 20, the 20, figure, pence. Gentlemen, 20
5: pence 20 pence there we go it's it's down in writing so we've got to stick with that now your health
2: cheers thank you Well,
5: the tie is cast. Ah, but I don't think they're going to stick to that. I think they're operating on the uh, basis that the 20 pence cost has been leaked, and they might just do a very sneaky thing of upping the price once the opposition um, decide to, or even lowering the price I should say, um, once the opposition launched their product, I say it's, it's all gripping stuff. Uh, yeah, the, the, the plot is a bit ho hum, a bit meh with this, but I just adore the, the guest cast. Oh, wouldn't you know it? The cleaning lady was in on the whole thing. <sighs> Isn't it always the way? Here's Basil Dignam. On a very foggy day, Who's this driving out to meet him? It's Scudder.
2: Morning. You wanted to see me? Yes. Well? The information. Launch date and price as promised. Wow. Uh, This time I thought it might be worth, say... I don't haggle with people like you.
5: Oh well. We'll discuss the price later. So he's got a briefcase full of money out of the deal. Not bad for uh, handing over a piece of paper that says 20p, but here is where the episode title comes into play. As Basil has himself uh, a nice drinky in a fancy place. I
2: thought you be celebrating.
5: Scudder's come to join him for uh, some reason that I can't what? quite remember. You invited me here, right? What are you talking ah.
2: about? I got your note of evening.
5: There's a third party at work American. here. And his name is Harry Rule.
2: Recognize? Ah, uh, it's taken three
5: oh months. Yeah. Oh, down. three months! This uh, this
2: story taking yes. place over quite a long period yes, you know, of time. Not a crime. I read by the trade papers that your company plans to launch a new detergent next week. What are you oh, driving I'm at? It beat IMA to it again, man. Huh? Yeah. How much has it cost you so far? I'm not sitting yeah, here I'm answering. Gonna, two million. What price are they two going for this time? Cancel. What? You must be insane. Cancel. Why should Mr. Angleton do that? Because IMA goes on the first. Oh. You think you know their selling price?
5: I'm leaving. Well, you don't know it.
2: Because it's not 20 pence.
5: Not 20 pence. Here it comes. It's 15. Boom! Fifteen pence. 15 Shattering, isn't
2: it? pence. Take that, Basil Dignam. <laughs> and you scatter. see, we allowed you to steal those secrets because they are the wrong secrets and the wrong Ooh. figures, ah. their plants. And we will
5: all enjoy our 15P
2: detergent.
5: While you can 15. feel sorry for yourselves.
2: Or uh, you can cancel. Hmm. I think the word you're searching for is petard. Yes, indeed. To wit, you have just been hoisted. <phone rings> wow.
5: And with that exit line... I imagine you gentlemen have a great deal to talk about. Harry's out of there. Excuse me. Having saved uh, Ian Cuthbertson's detergent and presumably the company and thus ensuring housewives everywhere can get a sensibly priced detergent for a change. And that was Petard. As I said, the story, the stakes, the stakes have never been lower for the protectors. But look at that cast list. Look at all those names. That is a fantastic guest cast. But anywho, I hope you enjoyed Petard as much as I. Have.
0: The protectors, mm. Petard. Nah. Or should I say, Petard?
1: Yes. <laughs> as in Captain, Captain Jean Luc. Petard. petard. Yeah. No, I. The I, I, protectors what? just doesn't interest me. I know it doesn't. Well, Not fine, even at all. Not no. even as a slice of sixties whimsy. I like the seventies <laughs> yeah, whimsy. I uh, but I like I like the dog. Right. Like yeah, Harry rules dog in the opening because it's a bit like yeah. uh, the, the the late Eric oh. and now the the current Rodri. Right. You're right. Um, <laughs> wow, you move on quick, don't you? A, well, no, Rodri the puppy arrived before Eric oh, passed, passed away, passed so... Away. I apologise. Yeah, in fact, sorry, Podstrons, if you didn't know uh, that big Eric had died. That's very yeah. sad news. for Poor old boy, but... Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I really... Keep it light. I am keeping it light. No, I, I could really take or, or leave the protectors. I, yeah. I'd probably leave it. Right. But thanks, Chris, for watching it. I know that some of you love it. Yeah, But they that's do. the beauty, isn't it? Yes! exactly enjoy you enjoy the randomizer whether you like the show or not because oh, yeah. of Chris's fine contributions yes absolutely right. and then some people might go oh I quite fancy watching yeah detectors now petard Petard, not many of them and they'll yeah. be hoist by the river
0: hey I wonder what he'll be watching for the 300th podcast I don't know because it's random oh I see right yeah, fine. I so. wonder what we'll be doing for our 300th podcast. Uh, well, we don't I, know because that's pretty random as well. We can genuinely say we
1: don't know uh, uh, right uh, now because... Yeah,
0: got a few plans, but they may not come to fruition. Yeah, so best
1: we'll laid and all that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Anyway,
0: uh, well, you'll we'll have to join us next week to find out, won't you? Oh, that's next week. Yeah.
1: Whew. See you then. It better be celebratory. I I'll certainly will be. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.
2: Let's get started. Let's go. Spectrum is green.
1: Is there a small chance that we might just end up in this room again I doing the same thing as always? A pretty big chance. Pretty large. Of that. If that were the case, I might think of some special things to mark our 300th. Decorations. I'm, like, I might not turn up for example. Brilliant. Well, how's that? We just get the AI in, won't we? <gasps> oh, yeah. Or no, we'll I get, will turn up. Or we we'll get a Golden Boy Chris Dale in. in fact, no, 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 Why doesn't Chris no, no. be your bit? No, I'll do it.
0: I'll do it. That's no. fine. I'll be here. I'll be here for the three hundredth. Yeah. You Sure. Absolutely. Yeah, I'll be here.
1: I'll be here early if you want. I'll set up and. Why? Why on. are you suddenly so? Well, because I, I want to keep my job. Oh, I see. <coughs> Got bills Fair. to pay. Fair. <laughs> Fair enough. See you then. Okay. See you for a celebratory three hundred <gasps> or not? Yeah. Bye. Cheers.
0: That was an Anderson Entertainment production.